Occasional heartburn is quite common, especially after a heavy meal. But if you experience symptoms on a regular basis, it might be indicative of something more severe. Welcome to Doc Talk, presented by Montefiore St. Luke's Cornwall. I'm Evo Terra. My guest today is Dr. Morali Perumal, a gastroenterologist at Montefiore St. Luke's Cornwall. Welcome to the show, doctor. Hello, how are you? Good, good. Listen, I think a lot of us have experienced heartburn in our lives. So why don't we start there? We're going to talk about GERD and acid reflux. Are those the same thing when we think we're experiencing heartburn? Or do we have GERD or acid reflux? Well, yes. Heartburn is the most common symptom of acid reflux. There are other symptoms you can have as well. And GERD refers to gastroesophageal reflux disease. Uh, when there's actually inflammation noted associated with the heartburn and reflux, which we often see on endoscopy with biopsies. So they're not all the same. Could you kind of break down like severity levels between all three? So, yeah, we have heartburn. Heartburn is a very common symptom. We see that with people, if they have certain kind of foods, if they have, you know, red sauces, possibly people will complain about well, having this burning sensation in the chest, a bitter sour taste in the back of the throat. And if it happens on occasion, that would just be labeled heartburn. If it's happening on a more regular basis or associated with any other symptoms, then it becomes something more significant. And certainly the first thing we call it is GERD, even though there can be other things as well. You say there's another thing as well. What's worse than GERD? Well, one of the things with heartburn and reflux symptoms is it may not necessarily be acid reflux. You can have gallbladder pathology can sometimes be involved and give these atypical symptoms. As always, of course, when there's chest pain, the first thing rule out as cardiac source, sure. but that is all ruled out, then, then we think of GERD and acid reflux disease. Okay. Well, let's talk about treating said symptoms. How effective would you say are the over-the-counter medications for GERD and acid reflux disease? They are, like agents such as Tums, are good for transient relief, and certainly for the occasional rare episodes of heartburn, those are fine. Using over-the-counter H2 blockers like Pepsid, Pepsid-AC, Promotidine, these provide some transient relief as well, and some people use proton pump inhibitors. But the concern is to make sure there's no other significant underlying pathology uh, to make sure those are addressed. Right. And so let's talk about that. To make sure that we don't have that underlying pathology, what should I do if I'm experiencing heartburn on a more than infrequent basis? What should my next steps be? Well, that's the concern. If it's happening several times a week or associated with any of what we call concerning or alarm symptoms, difficulty swallowing, food hanging up in the chest, then we would want to have further investigation of this. And you know, they should seek their primary care doctor and or a gastroenterologist such as myself. And what is that examination going to consist of? So the examination that we would do is referred to us by a primary care or we would want to, of course, go over the anti-reflux diet, which is very, very important to follow. And by that point, conservative measures may have been tried, so we may want to do an upper endoscopy to evaluate the area better. So I'm assuming there's a variety of treatment options. We talked over-the-counter. Um, let's talk about prescription medication. What are common prescriptions that would be prescribed by a doctor for a patient suffering from GERD? Well, the common prescription medications would be H2 blockers, such as hermotidine such as Pepsid is one of the common ones. Then there's proton pump inhibitors like Omeprazole, Prilosec, Nexium, and several other brands. Some of the medications will often be prescribed for this. And are there instances where someone might need something more than medication, something like a corrective surgery? Well, if, it, if that's all determined by anatomically, if there's 
uh, hernia involved, if there's, again, ulcers seen at the time of an endoscopy, then, of course, it, it changes therapy. And perhaps even at a higher dose, what would normally be prescribed, but that would be usually by the specialist at that point. Got it. That's something that we determine once we are in and seeing a physician to see what our next steps are. So, okay, great. Is there anything that I have not asked you that you want to go down? Like, should we talk about the acid reflux diet? Should we talk about that at all? Or is that a different conversation? Yeah, before we get to that, I do want to mention one thing with, with reflux disease. You know, it is one of the things that's very concerning is the extent of acid reflux disease we've been seeing. And there is significant underlying pathology. And one of those is something called Barrett's esophagus which is a precancerous condition associated with acid reflux disease. So this is why it's important to get things checked out if you've had chronic persistent reflux symptoms or any of these alarm symptoms that I've already discussed. Excellent advice. So earlier, doctor, you mentioned something about the acid reflux diet. Can you briefly touch on that? Yeah, those classic things to avoid, so to speak, for the anti-reflux diet. You want to avoid eating late in the evenings. We generally recommend not eating uh, within two to three hours of bedtime and small frequent meals. Of course, certain foods that are often associated with it, as I've mentioned before, red sauces, onions, caffeinated products, soda, coffee, these are all things to avoid with the diet. And lastly, high-fat foods are associated with increased reflux as well. Dr. Paramal, thank you for all of the excellent information today. Okay, thank you. Thanks for listening to Doc Talk, presented by Montefiore St. Luke's Cornwall. For more information, please visit montefiorslc.org. That's M-O-N-T-E-F-I-O-R-E-S-L-C dot O-R-G. I have been your host, Evo Terra. Thanks for listening.